You're listening to Capsule 98, the podcast where I interview a slew of iconic guests and we obsess way too much about life in the 90s. Welcome back to another episode of Capsule 98, the podcast that goes inside my brain when I was 13. And I don't know why that that intro is sort of getting Southern, like more Southern every time I say it. It's like inside my brain when I was 13. Anyway, but uh, today we are joined by a very special guest. As always, everybody's a special guest when you come on this show. When you give me like a minute of your time, you're a special guest. You're an honored guest. Uh, and But actually, he really is a special guest. His name is Julio, and he is the mastermind behind an internet sensation called Night Opening. Uh, and we'll explain to you a little bit more about what that is. Welcome, Julio. Yo, what is good? Thank you for calling me special. A lot of my teachers used to call me that growing up. So it's nice to hear uh, a familiar name coming back here, you know? <laughs> it's a good nickname, you know? So no, oh, it's, a, it's an honor to be here. We're bringing back the 90s, like, you know, including <laughs> including what your teachers would have said to you. you being oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if we necessarily need that back. I don't know if we need, like, casual groping and things like that coming back in full force. I'm good uh, on that. Well, I mean, like, when I talk about the 90s, I only talk about the good things, right? Good. No, as do I. As do I. I'm talking rock and jock with uh, Dan Cortez hitting the 50-point the shot and uh, things of that matter. Not uh, not the gross stuff. Not the casual grossness that we just kind of turned a blind eye to. And all. Yeah. No. I same. mean, it was cute. It was cute, right? Yeah, 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 totally. Rose-tinted glasses. Exactly. It was all good. It was it was all good. What? I you know, I, I wore a shirt with a, a big Rottweiler that said no fear. That's fine. That's my main memory of the nineties, just wearing no fear and just a lot of denim. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was all good. That wasn't bad a bad look at all. So Julio is, like I said, the mastermind behind kind of this internet sensation right now, which is called night openings and night opening. And what he does is he kind of carefully curates um, premieres from the 90s in, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the concept behind what you do? Because to me, it sort of seems like you're the the images that you're curating are very specific, but the premieres that you're featuring are very random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I go to what speaks to me. And uh, it yeah, as far as selection goes, it, it is a, a process. I mean, sometimes I'll admit the process of 10 to 15 minutes is not that excruciating, I won't lie. But each premiere tells a story, and you just see it in the faces of everybody there. And, like, surprisingly, the story behind Terminator 2 was just, like, Nick Cage's big night out. And it's just him with, like, a lit cigarette the whole time, looking like he's on another planet. And I'm envious of him. That's not, like, a snub. That's not, I'm not being snide towards Nick Cage. That's I'm envious, you know? So each premiere has a story. It's not even about the stars. Like, very rarely do I go, oh, wow, the stars of this movie. Like, if I'm posting The Phantom Menace, like, I'm not going to post Ian McGregor and, and Liam Neeson. I'm going to post the surrounding characters because the other stars make the night. So it, it, it's there's so many surrounding events behind a premiere and so much hoopla that, yeah, sometimes it, it's not about the stars. So I just look carefully to see what images really highlight the night and or, or really cap or really capture the essence of that era so mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah so the account is called night opening and it's on twitter which is sort of an interesting place um for visual content and <laughs> it's become it's become kind of this viral sensation you've you've gotten you know i, I came across you through I don't even remember, but you'd been retweeted into my feed and then I couldn't stop like, you know, obsessing over your pictures. But it's kind of an interesting thing to put on Twitter versus Instagram. Like, was there any reason for that? 
Uh, I guess I felt there was, again, I didn't know it would take off. I was honestly just doing it like on my breaks uh, when I, I work at a school. And uh, it, it really wasn't like an act of choice. I just like Twitter because I guess there's more interactions. Mm-hmm. So to say, or like I could maybe tag Alan Thick if I so pleased to, <laughs> as opposed to, like, well, I mean, I mean, the, the late Alan Thick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could tag Robin Thick. I'm sorry. That's, that's insensitive. But no, I could tag a celebrity. I, I, I'm used to seeing Alan Thick show up so much in my premieres. It's like he's back again. But no. Uh, you could just basically, I could have these interactions with Jerry O'Connell and of the sort. So, yeah, I just felt like it's more, there's more interactions on Twitter than there would be on Instagram where like, yeah, maybe I'll get like a sympathy heart from Jerry O'Connell, but not so much, uh, you know, a real interaction. You know? Right. What has your interaction been with Jerry O'Connell? Uh, he said, when are you going to be on Instagram? And I was oh. like, oh, wow. Now I need to get one. Like, my sister would always harass me. Like, you have to be on Instagram already. And I'm just like, eh, whatever. I don't care about that stuff. You know, Instagram's for, like, when you're horny. You know, like, I'm not, I'm, I mean, not that I don't get it. But, like, yeah, it's it seems like it's for horny people. I don't know. Interesting. I've literally never heard anybody describe Instagram. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, but- it's for, like, for like people showing off, like, the life they want to live. And, like, for people who are horny and just want to, like, go in the story dms i suppose mm. i don't know maybe mm. i've exposed myself here it's like you maybe that's what your I do. own behavior yeah. my own behavior i only <laughs> use it when i'm horny so everybody else does no no, no. yeah you've uh, mistaken it for Pornhub. i've outed myself geez louise in like five minutes flat i've outed myself local horn dog julio from night opening turns out he's kind of gross but no Oh, but, he, but he has this cute little like side gig where he, <laughs> he puts together carefully curated images of people in blazers and, and uh, like b- basketball hats. Right, exactly. (laughs) You know, when I'm gone, remember me for that. Remember me for Mark Wahlberg wearing a Orlando Magic jersey, you know, proud Boston native wearing an Orlando jersey. Remember me for that. (laughs) So, okay, so I'm curious about how you kind of started into this. I I used to work at a fashion magazine and I used to, we used to use Getty for everything, Getty Images, which is like, for those of you who don't know, it's just kind of like a dump for every single image you could like purchase off a photographer, like any kind of common... Anything from red carpet to like, you know, a royal image or a news image, it's all kind of dumped onto Getty. And when I used to work in a magazine, I used to, we used to pay them a lump, you know, fee for our images. And I was really just looking for like current stuff. So obviously I was making a gallery of like Beyonce images or whatever it was. But every now and then I'd get stuck in the past and I'd kind of go into like... I'd sort by oldest and I'd see all of these like early, early images of whoever it was that I was looking at. And I totally would get lost into kind of these images um, that you've come across. And I, how did you come up with the idea to like make it a thing? Because it absolutely is like a genius. It's a big wormhole. And I and I feel like there's been other people on Instagram and whatnot who have done this before. Or just like, oh, just posting a bunch of Getty things. Honestly, I'm just a guy who hit the lottery. But but in my defense, uh, they're, they're, this is carefully curated. And I'm not... Uh, mm-hmm. criticizing others who came before me necessarily but uh i i do like to tell a story so i honestly i've always liked movie premieres i guess that's i, I like to believe there's more uh, more i don't want to say i'm more genuine than anybody else who has done this before me but i've always posted movie premieres on my like facebook and whatnot just because like oh here's tim allen standing next to the galaxy quest thing and it felt like he was begging me to watch the movie essentially I'm like it, it just seemed like i i don't know it it, it seemed it seemed like, I don't want to say a desperate attempt to get me to watch the movie or something like that, but it honestly didn't start off with me going too deep into Getty. It was just more like, oh, look at these people in front of the American Pie poster, and they and they want me to see this movie. You know, it's like, oh, look at the fake smiles. I don't know. 
I relate to like the last day of work. Like this is their last day of work after being away from it for months, and now they got to promote their movie. You know, it's, mm. it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So but- how did you kind of like start? making this a thing like you were just posting them on on your own facebook just just because yeah just because i enjoyed it. it's like it's because i appreciated the absurdity of it of just like a movie star standing in front of his own poster is this kind of gauche <laughs> in its own right yeah and uh so once somebody was just like dude just make it uh the shampoodler a friend of mine on twitter uh, the shampoodler. The shampoodler. <laughs> he's like an unknown internet icon of like okay. America Online. So he's a he's a he's a historian in his own right. But uh, I think he's just a podcast guy now, but or fan. <laughs> but uh, so shampoodler was just like just like archive this. I'm like okay, cool. So I just started posting like a bunch of the movies I liked, Austin Powers and whatnot. Anything mm. with a sick premiere, and then it took off like a day later. I was like, oh wow, this is anxiety inducing. So I have wow. to keep doing this now because I'm addicted to the likes but no mm-hmm. uh, it was just about you know it, it's i want to get these preserved in like the national chamber of congress essentially is the goal you know these are these these belong in a museum yeah That's they're all gonna take. have that uh you know books they have that like number in the in the in the beginning mm-hmm. that, then all, all these premieres are gonna have that 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 log as well <laughs> right 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 so you could find starship troopers in the in the white house someday perhaps or wherever the national chamber of congress is i don't know yeah but uh I mean, hopefully yeah i could imagine the president actually looking that up actually i was i was gonna say i feel like actually it's very current so it would be very appropriate to be in the current white, white house <laughs> right 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 <laughs> i can imagine the president being like okay no the you know the bug invasion of starship troopers i can that's that's possible you guys that is uh, a deep a, a real concern so yeah <laughs> so my next question was going to be like when did it kind of break and it was instant it was instant honestly like so an hour into it this is the process i made it like a 10 o'clock at night you know just whatever just being a goof and uh there's a lot of likes coming in and whatnot and i'm just like oh wow this is really just taking off and then i woke up and it was already it already had more likes than my uh my government name, Twitter. I'm like, oh, geez, Louise, man. It's it's already surpassed me in my two wow. years on Twitter of just making bad jokes and whatnot. So I was like, okay, so this is something big. And I posted the premiere of Sex Drive. I remember that was the first premiere I, I posted that morning. And uh, that got like, you know, pretty deep into triple digits or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is a thing. And now this has taken a life of its own. Every time I post something, like it's getting a lot of follows and likes like this is becoming a thing people are sharing with their friends and uh once that happens when i started taking the dive into getty before i was just using google images and Mm -hmm. like that didn't turn out the best results so then i started looking through getty and that's when i really went that's a deep wormhole that is the deepest wormhole even for not movie premieres like just for like anything it's there's like ethan hawk at at, like a strip club with like demi moore you know (laughs) it's just like okay wow I love that. <laughs> yeah. There's something about the like the the combination of people that's so fascinating because it's like you just never would. E- I guess it's sort of that idea that like like a celebrity would be friends with another celebrity and like how would you know each other and like where would that happen? Right. Then- so yeah. So so to me, not to interrupt, but like no, it's kind of like it. the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like this yeah, all totally. this hoop. It's like all this hoopla is like oh wow like this is the first time like. You know, these superheroes are in a movie together. Like, Iron Man's in a movie with uh, the Thor. Or, and the, the Robot Man's in a movie with the the American Man. And it's like, is these merging of worlds coming together here that we did not think 
could happen. Mm-hmm. So so seeing uh, Jason Alexander next to the Shrek posters, like, what is he doing there? He's not part of that universe. Maybe the Smash Mouth guy. Uh, I, I, geez, I'm forgetting his name, and I'm a big He's fan. Smash Mouth guy. Smash Mouth. you know, he deserves some respect. He's Guy Fury's friend. Uh, Is he really? Steve Harwell. Yeah, yeah, Steve Harwell. I saw him live uh, at the uh, former dog track here in Florida. All but right, it's, cool. it's a casino now, so it's prestigious. So just these merging of universes, really. Of I mean, of just like, what is he doing here? It's like fish out of water type situation. You know, just things we never knew that I- existed. You know. And how do you even think that they came to these pro- these things? Like, are there agents just like, you need to get your photo taken today, like, go to the whatever premiere? Right. That's, the, I think, the, the best part about this is we make our own stories of how right. how this person came to right. be there. I thought a lot about Andrew Dice Clay at the Clumps. Like, that day is just like, what was going on? What did he have for breakfast? Like, if a friend called him, he's like, no, I can't do that. I'm going to see the Clumps. Yeah, it's not even in, it's not even <laughs> I, in. I don't it's not even in theaters out right now. I'm seeing it before it goes to the theaters. It goes to the theaters Friday, but it's Tuesday, bro. I imagine it's bro. I don't even know what movie that is. What's the clumps? Naughty, uh, the naughty, uh, Nutty Professor. Uh, the sequel uh, was called oh, The Clumps. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so that's when you introduce the family aspect. That's when you realize there's more than just uh, fat jokes. There's a family dynamic to the uh, the Clumps family. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of family values in it. I, I will vouch for the Clumps. They're... They're good people. Do you then go watch the movies of all these? <laughs> no, I, I would. I mean, no disrespect to the clumps. I've seen the clumps. I will vouch for the clumps. I'll vouch for the the fatties, the uh, the spoof of the clumps. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't go. I, I've seen most of these movies uh, as a film. I don't want to say film buff because I don't like the term. Uh, something buff because I don't I don't pay dues in the gym. I feel like it's stolen valor from the hunks who work out at the gyms and the hunks and the babes. So I'm just a film enthusiast, not okay, a buff. Okay. okay, okay, you're a participant. I'm a participant. I'm, I I don't want to steal valor from the real hunks and babes of the universe. Fair, you know? fair. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so hold on. The the crazy thing is that another thing that's so crazy about like these these movie premieres is that even just the movies like even you just saying like clumps like I don't remember that like clearly I lived through the 90s but I don't remember all of these movies and it's crazy how many decades have just like absolute throwaway movies that nobody ever listened like pays attention to like two years later. Right. No, it's amazing how many things like fall through the cracks. I'm just like, I don't know this existed. What is this? Like I found out like Mel Gibson was in a movie called Conspiracy Theory with Julia Roberts, where he was essentially like a Oh, I kind of remember that actually. Okay, you kinda of remember Okay, well I don't <laughs> I don't rem- I didn't remember that at all. That was just like completely erased from my memory. And I was just like, what? This existed? What is that was actually one of the ones uh Twitter forced me to remove. It's like, damn, Uncle Mel got me, man. <laughs> He's just wow. not Yeah, Uncle Mel uh got me. I don't know if he went on a tirade about me, but I hope not. Well, uh, are you are you Jewish? That could be Oh uh, no, no. That <laughs> 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 then it might have been I guess that was that's what keeping me on Twitter possibly. I don't know. If otherwise, <laughs> who knows what Mel would have said. But uh yeah. <laughs> not a friend of the show, I imagine. No. Not a friend of the show. He's not a friend of my show. No, Good. Not a friend not. of my of yeah. any show I've ever done. So no. Okay. <laughs> Clarifying uh, that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. So 
another thing that I wanted to bring up is that you have your own podcast. How, so are you, you talk about your, you talk about individual um, premieres on each episode of your podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also discussed the movie. I watched the movie for that. Uh, okay. I, I do it with my friend M and uh, Andrew and uh, I forced them to watch Godzilla 1998. They were not happy about that at all. They were I listened displeased. to a little bit of that and I <laughs> just want to say off the top how much I love Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> yes. And I know that the branding was all over that premiere. It was amazing. It was I amazing. Mean, I mean, does like have have red carpet sponsorships ever been so iconic? No, I, I mean Batman Forever was sort of on that same time loop. Oh, well, you know what? Phantom Menace still is the uh, the pinnacle for me. I have to say because it's the first Star Wars movie, and that had just like synergy everywhere from Pepsi to KFC, Pizza Hut. I mean, it had the trifecta: the Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC. That's the that's the Trinity right there, the Holy Trinity. And it had so much, and like a bunch of potato chip brands. It was just everywhere. So it was that was a lot of just immersion. That just it was just too much. That's its own museum right there. The Phantom Menace uh, merchandising. Merch. Yeah, just the merch. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm an advocate for that movie, by the way. I, I want to clarify that. Which one? The Phantom the, Menace. The Phantom Menace. Yes, okay. I'm an advocate for that. Actually. All right, all right, but you're not for Godzilla. I like Godzilla. I, I mean, there's there, there's too many things that are just there's too much casual misogyny and things of that sort. It's like, eh, I can't really vouch for this man, but uh, I'm a fan of how Godzilla looked. He was buff. I feel the current Godzilla. He's uh, you know, he's built like big Chungus. He's uh, he's just not he's not a stud. And and I want my lizard creatures to be to live to up to. Buff, yeah. I want them to live up to the unrealistic expectations I have for celebrities. So. I mean, it's, yeah, especially if they're like you know supposed to be living in a modern era. Like, how do you survive of being fat? <laughs> you oh, can't God, survive, right. <laughs> right? Right? Like they wouldn't take him serious. Like, oh, here's Godzilla. Oh boy, yeah, we're really taking this guy seriously. This chubbo. No, come on, got to make him a hunk. I'm sorry, it's a hunk's world. I actually have uh, family in L.A. that that. Uh, like our work in, in Hollywood and I remember my my cousin's like ex-husband used to pr was a producer on Godzilla and I remember thinking that that was like fucking epic yeah that um, is epic that's still epic <laughs> that's that's still for Godzilla 98 yeah Ooh, oh that is amazing that is I know yeah oh wow can I mean, you thank can you thank them for me at some point just like well yeah, they're divorced I don't think they okay talk anymore but, okay uh, yeah. on the off chance <laughs> yeah I'll just let them know <laughs> <laughs> much so, appreciated so okay but like sp speaking of that like how how do you kind of feel about this stuff like real like you were saying so we're we're about the same age you're 33 yeah. and 34 just just turned 34 if that's okay <laughs> right. just to let everybody know you haven't been 34 um, forever now come on no yeah. I've been 34 for like five days um <laughs> so like how does it feel kind of looking reliving these things and looking back at them where your first impression like for example my first impression of like godzilla is like oh my god i know somebody who would produce that and right. then now i look at the premiere and i'm like what the fuck why are these people combined together yeah i mean and like taco bell sponsorship <laughs> well like, being like being like 33 now it's just like I didn't really get to experience the 90s, what I've come to realize. I, I was a kid. Like, what am mm -hmm. I going to do? I'm not hanging out with Richard Grieco. Not that it's like the that's the only way you live through the 90s, but like, I don't remember this stuff. I wasn't an adult, so I wasn't really mm -hmm. experiencing the nightlife or just understood, uh, you know, this, the ramifications of politics and things of that nature. So I, I really was just like kind of a casual spectator. So now I'm just kind of revisiting it and just like, mm -hmm. okay, this is how we behave. This was fine, apparently, and just kind of just. I, we're just it's really reflect it's a weird reflection that I wasn't really pre that I was present for but I wasn't so I don't know it's it's a lot to take in and I, it's it's not so much even nostalgia it's just like 
just trying to comprehend what this was. And and it, I guess it's it's weird because it, we both have lived through it. So it's it's understanding what it was, but it's not the same reflection of like ancient Egypt, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I always, I always think like when I, because obviously I'm so into the '90s as well, and I think about the things that I like or the things that I'm attracted to as an adult, and versus mm-hmm. like, did did I even know that they existed as a kid, or like, what was my perception of them? Like, you know, like Showgirls is my, right. my favorite movie, but like when I watched it in the '90s, like I watched it in my friends sister's basement room <laughs> you know like how the oldest kid would have the the basement room right and, right 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 and watched it, like on mute like paranoid that someone was gonna come in and like you, you know and like yeah. just so like titillated but also just like weirded out by it and now it's just like so iconic and like campy to me you know oh yeah i saw when you posted that i'm like yes versace that is the main thing that's what i used to tell people I'm like the only people the only thing we remember about showgirls is the hot tub scene and versace and really yes, mostly versace yes. Actually, I have a short story about showgirls. It's really Please. just kind of sad. It's more Please. of a burn on a friend. But when I had just turned 18 or whatever, I guess me and my friend were just a couple of horn dogs or whatever. And I'm at, I, he was like going like to Suncoast video. And, and I guess he, he really didn't have DSL internet. And he's like, I, I got to buy, uh, buy an adult entertainment video. And I'm like, go ahead and do it, man. Stop being a wimp, man. Go buy some porno, dude. You know? And he's just like, he didn't have the courage to, to go uh, and buy an adult film at the Suncoast. Uh, but he bought Showgirls instead because he got freaked out of the, uh, uh, the of a female cashier. And he's just like, I, I didn't buy porn, but I bought Showgirls. I'm just like, this is even worse. This is even like more incriminating, I feel like, you know. But so just a quick shout out to my friend Randall for that no. one. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think that's totally acceptable. It basically <laughs> it, it basically accomplishes like all the needs of an adult movie. It's just like <laughs> with a level of like absurdity on top of it. <laughs> that's, well, I don't think he was passing it off for absurdity at the time. I don't know if it, if it was ironic. I mean. I don't know if it was ironic just yet, you know, but I mean, yeah, I'm like, I'm explaining to him, like, this is one of the worst movies of all time, Randy, what you just bought here, you know, but it's I, I guess, best. yeah, it's, it's the, the best. best now. It's not, it's, you know, it's being redeemed. It's yeah, being it's redeemed right now. it's absolutely been redeemed. I mean, yeah. that's something that we're probably going to get to later on this season <laughs> of, of the podcast, how, you know, the, 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 there's a new documentary called the, the fall and rise of showgirls. And that's, there's like a very, rise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's totally, totally interesting. But yeah, I mean, it, it, not to get too, well, you know what, actually, no, so, go, go for it, please. Well, I was going to say like, part of the reason why I wanted to ha- chat with you tonight is because the Met Gala is happening. And that's like, you know, like the, the quint, that is the premiere of the, of the year essentially that is that is the um, premiere of premieres yes yeah and and the theme this year is camp which is like you know to me it's another way to say irony and, right okay and, and the I, I what what strikes me is so much of our nostalgia and so many of the things that we look back at is is in an with an ironic lens right and like i feel like that's such a currency of 2019 it's like all jokes are ironic all things are funny that weren't funny um and yeah, I mean, Showgirls is, like, the pen- penultimate, like, example of that to me. Right, right. I wonder if that's why, like, John Lovitz and Jason Alexander are so, like, perennial, like, fan favorites on my page. Is that is that part of camp now? Are we redeeming John Lovitz? I mean, and I mean, I, I felt like Jason Alexander was always great, but, yeah. John, this- <laughs> John Lovitz, that's actually a really interesting. I, I where mean, did John Lovitz go? 
I, I don't. He had his fake marriage for a while. I don't know if you recall that. Oh my he like, god! Yeah, like that yes. babe. And yes, yes, right. He had that. I'm like for a while. I was like, oh, okay. John Lovitz is marrying her, and you know, I am. I, I'm whatever. I'm single, <laughs> and like, okay, that's fine. I'm not as funny as John Lovitz or whatever. I wasn't in the bench warmers. He should be living a, a substantially better life than me. I'm not ignorant, but it was. It was a bit. It was a bit. A lot to take in. Oh my god! What and it was the a hell hoax. happened with that? It was a hoax. It was a hoax. Right. It was we. <laughs> who was she to him though? Why? Why? How what was that the, a hoax? Well, I don't. I, was what kind of like? Hey guys, we we're just messing with you. Like, is that a joke on him? Is it like? Uh, is I'm he the? Clear. Does he have egg on his face for this? Or is like, do we have egg on our face? I'm trying to figure it out still to this day. Who was that girl to him in the end? Like, who was that girl? This is you know we need. I, it's a shame we don't have. We didn't do our research on Bing, but uh, it's uh, it's really <laughs> unfortunate. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. What a blast. Something to research two later. Years ago. <laughs> right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. John Lovitz. What was John Lovitz even in? I remember him from A League of Their Own. Rat Race. A League of Rat Their Own. Rat Race. Oh the my God. Rat Race. Rat Race was a was a movie version of your premiere. Yeah. Race. Like, <laughs> Seth Green. All of these people in this movie together whoopi goldberg right. and meyer oh Ugh. my god yeah it, it is definitely the movie and i love rat race too by the way so i'm not even like i'm not even gonna front i love rat race but uh yeah mr bean was in it whoopi yeah it, it was it's it was amazing it was the the night opening it, it's the i don't say the mascot but it is definitely a, an endorsed movie of mine if i ever have those if i have you like should. A, if you I should have, have the oprah book club equivalent hopefully you know oh my it'll god 100 it'll be the criterion it'll be the anti-criterion because it'd be like austin powers and yes. uh <laughs> rat race but yeah so what what makes a good premiere in your mind okay so the poster has to i feel like it has to be in the shot i need i need to step and repeat i need like i need somebody standing in front of it and it has to be like really bad graphic design or at least something kind of comical you know so like you got like a serious like spear or something like that's a funny poster ish and just I don't know. It needs. I, I love a poster normally. Background shots are big too. There needs to be activity. Sometimes what's going on in the background is bigger. You got a lot of like dudes in fanny packs and mustaches, like security kind of issues mm-hmm. there. I think like Donald Trump security showed up in one of them. I forgot what his name was. He's got like a funny name. Something like Waterman or like, I don't even know. He has like a funny name. Don- Donald Trump's like oldest security guard showed up in one of them. But uh, yeah, so... Obviously, dope fashion. You gotta be doing pre- something. What was that premiere for? Uh, he's been he's been in a few premieres, Don, Donnie. So like, it wasn't the Phantom Menace. It was a recent one. Uh, he he liked his movies. Okay. It wasn't Sex in the City. He went to both premieres of Sex in the City. So like this everyman thing, he's like pulling off. Like imagine if his base like found the incriminating. Forget like his tax returns. If they found like. Wait a second. He was at Sex in the City one and two. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, like he's he's in an episode of Sex in the City. The show. Oh, that's right. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that that if that ever leaks, forget it. That's I it. Know. That yeah. that will do him in. It's like he he's not he he hasn't has he even seen Wild Hogs? That would be what his base would want to know. But no, yeah. no, no, he hasn't. <laughs> no. But um, I, what makes a good premiere? I mean, it, obviously the fashion has to be dope. You got to have some kind of denim. I mean, I mean, I don't even you don't need to have denim, but it's the '90s. Denim just shows up. I don't know why it just shows up. It's an I, everyday basic. Yeah, I, and it's just a matter of like 
we thought movie premieres were this formal event is I think also part of it. So this is like people wearing, people dressing super casual is just kind of like, I don't want to say a fuck you kind of thing, but it's like, man, we, we, we thought this is supposed to be an important event here. I mean, I don't know who would think like, you know, going to see, uh, geez, I don't even know. Uh, rat race would be something you have to dress formal to. I know that's 2001, but still. So mm. it's just an amalgamation of a lot of events, old couples that you never knew existed. It's got to be Easter eggs. Yes. You got to have your Easter eggs of like, oh, wow, this couple existed. Or, wow, he's wearing the shirt of the movie he's in. That's so gauche. But yeah, it, it's a mixture of things. It's total mixture. What's your biggest Easter egg that you found? The biggest. So just today I found out Rob Lowe has a brother named Chad Lowe. Oh. I don't know. If, yeah. Is this a known thing? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe not. Yeah. It's, it's not so much of a big Easter egg. Like, this guy kind of looks like Rob Lowe, but not a hunk. But mm. uh, I'm not hunk shaming. He's fine. He's a normal looking guy. Uh, but yeah. So finding out like these people have brothers. I don't know. I can't think of an Easter egg on the spot necessarily. You know what? Matthew Perry at the premiere of Aladdin, he was off in the <gasps> distance. Of a Steven Spielberg photo. Stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the Aladdin premiere, 1992, uh, you can find Matthew Perry, or it could be Edward Norton too, because it just looked a lot, they looked very similar at this time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so it could be Edward Norton. And uh, yeah, he was off in the distance, just like like he was a nobody. And then, of course, he blew up because of that yeah. photo. Or the oh, friends. wait, but that was that was before. Oh, wait, that was before, before Friends. Before Friends, 1992. Right. Yeah, so he was... He was really no, I mean, he was a nobody. He was a, a talented thespian. I have to presume. I respect. Well, he was on an episode. He was on an episode of Nine Hundred Two One Zero around that time. Nice. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, Nine Hundred Two One Zero is is full of Easter eggs as well, um, of old cameos. But he he played this. Uh, yeah, it must have been around like 1990, 1991. Yeah, he played this this uh, rich boy who was sort of like a jock and was supposed to be like per he his whole life was perfect but it you know underneath it all he was miserable and he was suicidal and, oh you know, man it was like a like a lesson in in you know don't right ju judge a book by its cover kind of thing but could he, he be yeah could he be any more depressed that's <laughs> there we go i think I he was even addicted to something i can't remember <laughs> oh. but there might have been some drug situation in there oh, too no well yeah you know i'm glad he's i hope he's doing better because He's a funny dude. I've always enjoyed the man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I gotta watch. I gotta rewatch nine hundred two one zero then for sure. Oh my Jesus, god! I mean, that is the, that is the masterpiece of the century. But yeah, to answer your question, really, I think it's the I think it's the Easter eggs. If I had to pin it down to one thing, it's it's the Easter eggs of it all. We like mm -hmm. being a little explorers, and like I, that's why I don't have captions on my photos. I want you to figure it out. Like mm. I posted like a, a premiere of Ali with like uh, Muhammad Ali was actually went to it. Will Smith, Sugar Ray Leonard, and the four photo was Billy Crystal. And it's like, I want you to realize these are the four toughest men is what I'm trying to say here. You know, <laughs> you got these four legitimate, you know, toughest people you could find. <laughs> so you obviously have, you have four photos because that's the limit on Twitter. But what about yeah. Instagram? You, you still keep it four, right? I normally keep it four unless it's like uh like Terminator Two. I, I think I've posted that premiere like three times because I'm obsessed with it. Because it's like you know Nick Cage, Eddie Furlong. I don't know if David Faustino was there, but he's always he's one he's a fan favorite of myself. He's my nobody else seems to care about him being there except me. I'll post him quite a bit, but uh, yeah, I, I would stick to like four photos normally. Okay.
I mean, this is interesting, like who your heroes are and stuff, because they're so <laughs> they're so different from mine, just because they're so like obviously from like a man's perspective. Like my my perspective is like my Easter eggs are like Tiffany Amber Thiessen at like yeah. something, you know, like that would be like mine. Well, for me, it's guys under five eight because I'm a man under I'm a man I'm five seven and three quarters. Just to clarify, that's true. For people. You you do post a lot of like short men, Jason <laughs> Alexander specifically. <laughs> it's I, I mean, these are my heroes: Jason Alexander, Seth Green, Breckenmeyer. Like these are you know this is this is what i have to aspire to be this is my limit yeah. you know this is my this is my glass ceiling so to say of what you know of what great things i can accomplish it's what they've accomplished they've they set the bar for me and i'm appreciative towards them i mean breckenmayer really had like a moment as well and he yeah. was he was everywhere for the span of like Yo, five years right well i mean franklin and bash is still it's highly regarded in my mm. household at right. least I own the DVD set. I might buy the Blu-ray at some point because wow. I got to get it in full definition, really. That's the only way you can enjoy Franklin and Bash on TNT. <laughs> it's the only way. So, you, okay, so your favorite premieres, let's talk about those. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, tell us about it. Austin Powers number fact. one. <laughs> well, Richard Karn or uh, Al from Home Improvement, he might be doing the family feud right now. But I understand they just call it the feud. Uh, I don't know if, oh. if that's the, if that's the lingo or I didn't know I, that. Or, or maybe it's because I am from the streets, so I can call it that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, from it's, a street, I, from a street, <laughs> I should clarify. I I live on a street, so I can yeah. say this. But uh, yeah, they, so Al Borland or Richard Karn has been at all three Austin Powers premieres. Despite not having a role in the in the movie, despite not having a role, the first one, he took a photo with some fembots and he was respectful, super respectful with his hands, hover hands. Those that's a force field of respect from a good man right there. Uh-huh. So like he wasn't being a, a creep or anything like that. But he went to Goldmember, he went to the Spy Who Shagged Me, an international man of mystery. So like that right there is just like standout good man Richard Carn. Like yeah. that guy, he's. He's. I mean, I, I would be shocked if he become if he's like outed as a creep, which is not going to happen. He so he didn't, didn't get it. Progr- he didn't pro- progressively get like less respectful. No, 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 no. It's like, oh, now he's sleazy. Well, you know what? He went to uh, he went to the gold member premiere in a Hawaiian shirt, which uh, mm. which you know maybe this is gold member. This is the, this is wrapping up a very important trilogy. Uh, of the early aughts, uh, perhaps you could have come in a tuxedo, but I'm, I won't judge him for that. I won't spite him. Lindsay no. Lohan was also there. That's kind of Ooh. an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. Which one was she at? Uh, gold member. Yeah, okay. she. Yeah, definitely way too young for the others, but yeah, she was at Gold Member. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Austin Powers is a, is a fun one. Vern is also just like always stood out. It's just you know this entertaining dude and he's like an all leather with like this cool vest kind of thing kind of like uh kind of like the dress like the coolest person at the prom at that time basically the high school cool kid at the time was definitely wearing that to prom whatever mm. Vern had on so yeah that, i feel like that was a dope premiere it's Vern a couple of easter is eggs there no longer with us is he unfortunately not he he's no longer with us uh, it's really just a big bummer you know he's a funny dude you know he he deserved his moment you know he, he deserved at least a, a little bit more acclaim than he got but uh you know godspeed Vern. you know it's it's really unfortunate he was hilarious Wait, and very talented wasn't there a, didn't he come to some event with paris hilton at some point oh they, their paths have definitely crossed i don't know what event he may have done but he's definitely met tinkerbell i feel like that's too good of a photo op to not exist or I'm hopefully I'm just putting out in the universe that it did exist. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. So something something in the back of my like attitude <laughs> mind is is coming together with that. And yeah, 
I hope they did me. But also, yeah, like Sugar Ray was there. I'm sorry, Mark McGrath. I shouldn't. I was gonna say like Sugar Ray or Sugar Sugar Ray. Ray. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Sugar Ray was there because he's just you know like Papa Roach. You're you're the one person like or Led Zeppelin. It's the singular person. But no, so Mark McGrath was there. Yeah, Sugar Ray and Led Zeppelin's a good comparison. (laughs) Right, they're (laughs) one and the same, right? (laughs) In my book, they are. (laughs) So here's a fun fact. Val Kilmer went to the Spy Who Shagged Me premiere. He was an early on uh, fan favorite of ours, of, of mine, I should say. He just Val hasn't Kilmer. gone to... Yeah. Now, he wore a uh, button-up, like, pineapple shirt, kind of tropical, and he wore the same shirt later on to the Muppets in Space premiere. So he's a repeat Shit. offender. Yeah, he's wow. a repeat offender. The warrant's out, <laughs> but no. But he, he, like, styled it up with, like, a leather jacket and, and like, a, a cardigan. So I was like, okay, maybe he... Maybe he thought he can get away with it in the next time. He, he just thought that that was his, like, premiere shirt. <laughs> it's my premiere shirt. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a funny character. I, I saw him at a, at a party once for – for the, there's a film festival in Toronto that's, like, pretty big. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I went to this party. There were – like, I used to go to these parties that were, like, absolutely Easter eggs of parties. Like, you'd nice. be like, how are all of these people in, like, one place together? <laughs> and I remember my friend and I were in the stairwell at one point trying to, like, get up to another floor. And Valcomer was literally just wandering like the stairs had no idea where he was going and was just like oh hey uh like where am i essentially it god was, bless him it was a great moment oh my god that is amazing uh fun fact uh val kilmer's uh his twitter cover photo is the louis vuitton logo with an a added to it so it says val <gasps> what <laughs> yeah how cool is how cool is that <laughs> oh my god there are so many things that i need to like look up after this episode <laughs> we need to look up uh john lovett's fake relationship why oh that my happened god, yes. val-, val kilmer uh just kind of just in general why does he have the fake louis vuitton i guess i get it it's funny but yeah there's a lot to look up here there's a lot to learn but uh so so men under five five eight is mike myers <laughs> under five eight because you like you like god, shrek so. as well right god i hope so yeah i, I love Sh- i love shrek uh you know, I, I hope so. It's a great movie. It is. It is. Uh, I also posted the Love Guru very early on, and that doesn't get a lot of love because it's not the '90s necessarily. But like, the thing about the Love Guru is just, uh, I guess there's a lot of. He really thought this would be Austin Powers. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is another. It's going to be just as yes. big. And he had JT, and he had you know, uh, he had a running. I don't know if you've seen the Love Guru. I don't advise. I did at the time, yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, my condolences. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty rough. But there's like a running gag of Marishka where they greet each other by saying Marishka Hargitay, and then she shows up later in the movie. That yeah, sounds, I mean that sounds great. That pretty offensive, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she's 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 in my uh, power players. I mean, not because she's been in so many premieres, but she always delivered. Like her and Coyote Ugly, like. She was definitely dressed over like that theme of like, okay, you know, this is my casual wear, you know, I'm Ooh. still young. Yeah, yeah. Look that up. Yeah, her she went with Christopher Maloney, I believe. So Okay. Nice Wait, to see them out, yeah. Let's just talk about the Coyote Ugly premiere for a second, because yeah. I need to now look this up. Right. Tell us, oh, yeah. tell us what happened there. I mean I I mean, just fresh off my memory, I, I think they did reenact a scene, I think, of just them like the main actresses going on the bar. On the um, table. Yes. Yeah, on the table yeah, on the tabletops. Uh I think Piper Parabo later did uh Beverly Hills Chihuahua, so like Coyote Ugly's like I don't know, it's just, just like uh I don't say a timestamp necessarily, but it was like better days for her, you know. Yes, yes. Before Beverly Hills Chihuahua. No disrespect to that film. It's I'm sure it's fine. But uh there wasn't too much. It was more like it was just the two thousands. So you had like Lance Bass and Joey Fatone. So you basically just had like your your run of the mill Hollywood horn dogs, you know, 
kind of attending there. I don't know. I, I don't want to falsely label any of them as a horn dog, but you have you had your heart throbs like Christopher Maloney. That's like a premier hunk. Like that's just a straight up hunk in any era. And I mean, that's what I would like to be if I was six one, which I imagine he is. But uh, not no no luck there. It was more of a festive premiere, though. It wasn't. It was a lot of mesh. I think this two thousands era of uh, we're still in transition, so there's like a lot of mesh, a lot of hair gel. Mm-hmm. You know, you ha- you have uh, like yeah, you have like camo is kind of trying to be fashionable, but it's not. Uh, yeah, and there's like like a lot of weird leather patterns going on here. So there's a lot happening in this premiere. Yeah, so there's mm-hmm. two there's two people trying to make camo fashionable. One of them is Joy Fatone, who merged camo and mesh. His sleeves were mesh, but his it is like vest type thing. His top was uh, camo. So, yeah, it, it's uh, there's a lot going on. This this one probably personifies the the aughts, uh, the early aughts more than anything else. You know, uh, yeah. even though yeah, that's I, yeah. it had a lot of like lo- like mini skirts and and the, like the belted mini skirts. Right, with like denim mini, mini skirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was definitely popular. Uh, it, it had a lot going on. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. Just looking at here, there's two premieres. There's two premieres. I guess there's like a fun one, and I guess oh. there's a cla- there's maybe there may have been a classy one. I don't know where they wore dresses instead of mesh. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not 100 sure on that. Or that might have been the after party. I don't know if some people changed for that necessarily. Right. But I know Hank I mean, Azaria seems- did. Hank, oh, Hank Azaria was there too. No, no, he wasn't there. He changed for the after party of Godzilla, and he put on the Godzilla T-shirt, <laughs> and I thought that was like embarrassing. So. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about um I feel like an adjacent kind of phenomenon to your account would be like Planet Hollywood. Oh Just yeah, like the, yeah. The fact that it existed. Oh, I love Planet Hollywood. For a long time me and my friend uh Bug would try to we thought of a heist to steal the uh, DJ Qualls uh his his Atari shirt that he wore on Road Trip from 2000 cuz that's in the uh Planet Hollywood in uh in like the, law, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's locked in there Gerard, next to Gerard Butler's tuxedo from Olympus Has Fallen, which is apparently <laughs> donated there as well. But uh, wait, does we this ever, place still exist? Yes, it still exists. It's still open. It's <sighs> yes, yeah. I you know it. I mean, it is a museum in its own right. I have to say, it's an, a museum with uh, mozzarella sticks, but a museum nonetheless. <laughs> you know, no, it I mean, has, that is a museum in and of itself. <laughs> that's an ideal museum. Mozzarella sticks and like fruity drinks. I'm in. But wow, uh, hold on. Where is this? This is it's near in Disney? it's in Orlando. Orlando, like Disney Springs or whatever, oh, you know, it. it's like Disney owns everything. And then like Planet Hollywood, you know, even the ground Planet Hollywood is on is owned by Disney. So I just wow. would like to get that one artifact. Uh, gosh, you know, I probably shouldn't even say that. If somebody ever steals the uh, DJ Qualls uh, road trip shirt, I would be top suspect for sure. So <laughs> in my t- in my time capsule, I have my diary from that era. Uh-huh. And, um, and the Planet Hollywood stir stick is in the beginning is in the, the first page. Nice. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like, a, it was a quintessential day because we used to have a Planet Hollywood here. I think most of them are dead except for maybe like the Disney one. No, no. I think there's one in Vegas. I think. Okay, yes. Yeah. Like all of those places. Yeah, all those places. What yeah. do you mean? Vegas, Vegas Orlando, <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't uh, that's it that's, that's it. it those places <laughs> la yeah. i don't know LA. you know what i don't think there's one in la <laughs> no. it's very there's a bubba gumps though so thankfully i mean we have bubba gumps i don't know if you're familiar with that i am i've never been but i am familiar. okay okay i have yeah there's one right in bayside mall in miami so oh my god yeah it's it's a sight it's a sight to behold oh we my have, god i'm yeah. so excited to come back to <laughs> miami and relive my 90s youth <laughs> 
If you have time, check out the uh, Bayside Walk of Fame. There's three things in the Walk of Fame. Uh, Kevin Hart star. Uh, oh, right he's along. He's not cool anymore. No, right? He's, he's not. He's canceled. Yeah, he is done. Uh, right Along 2 has a star on the movie, and Kevin James and Rio 2 has a star. Oh. So it's its own walk of fame of four things. Kevin Hart, Rio 2, Right Along 2, and Kevin James. Or You know what? I take it back. I think Paul Blart has a star. <laughs> I think Paul Blart accepted the star there. I'll send you the link later, but Paul Blart uh, went on a segue to accept the star on the Bayside Mall Walk of Fame. What's the reasoning for this like combination? I don't know. <laughs> Something for we have a, a a local news like a entertainment uh, tonight thing in Miami called Deco Drive, oh, and uh, nice. yeah, with Belkis Naray who's been doing it for like two decades. Uh, yeah, it's very sensational. So I don't know. I guess it's some weird celebrity press thing where like. If you want to promote your movie at the, at right. the local mall hall, I suppose, the outdoor mall, you can get a star there. It's like an Art Deco-ish kind of star. It's kind of uh, fancy. Not that fancy, but yeah, it's – I don't know why it exists. It's a that, good question. That was like uh, – there was an episode of Beverly Hills Housewives when they, they go to like the Palm Springs like film festival and they think uh-huh. it's going to be this like major thing and it's literally like in a mall down a corridor. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and they're, like, they're like, this is not like a Hollywood premiere. What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> so so fun fact the only premiere i went to was to see run fat boy run uh it was in the miami uh film festival um granted obviously nobody showed up it was you know in a very uh grim place in downtown miami and uh david schwimmer who was the director no showed it of course uh the person wow. presenting it was just like you know we did invite mr schwimmer but he was very busy so we apologize but yeah that's the only premiere i've been to and uh i didn't walk the red carpet because i thought eh what do I, yeah. why, why? But I regret it to this day. Damn. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think I've been to that many either, but like a little <laughs> bit, a little, a notch, a notch ahead. Right, right. Just because okay. of the Toronto Film Festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. What'd you go see? What, what premieres? Uh, we usually go to a few a year, but, but um, I'm not walking the right carpet or anything. Oh, okay. Right. But um, I'm trying to think, what have I even gone to? I, uh, uh, oh, I can't even remember. Yeah, it's tough to remember on the fly, but I only remember because somebody asked me in an email. I'm like, I really have to think about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, my friend did get me tickets for this. And it's like, ugh, geez. So it wasn't good. wasn't a good movie. Sorry, David, if you're listening at home. I went no to disrespect. The premiere. Oh, I went to the premiere of, of Call Me By Your Name. That was a good one. Okay, that nice. That was a really okay. good one. That's legit dope. Yeah, okay. All and right. then there was another one, too. Which one? I can't remember. Anyway, that one That's was fine. good. And then... Some other ones were good too, but I can't remember. Some Julia Roberts movie. Oh, lovely. Conspiracy yeah. theory maybe as a, as a child, no, as wish. a 12-year-old? <laughs> I wish. If I went to the premiere of Pretty Woman at age five, I would have just died. Oh, wow. <laughs> Got to meet uh, Jason Alexander maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He, there was a fine role for him. <laughs> Just a lechy, lechy, lechy guy. <laughs> yeah, that is best. That is best. That doesn't represent him. So so speaking of the Met Gala tonight and yeah. premieres, to, premieres today versus premieres back then, what do you think, like, do you feel like they're too sanitized and they're too much of a production or are you still into them? I, 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 I'm still slightly into them, but I'm not going to expect anything. I'm not going to expect John Lovitz showing up in a Hawaiian shirt next to <laughs> John Thor. John Lovitz. Uh, he's I not going to show up next to like Chris Hemsworth to see the end game and be like, hey, I got good seats, you know, or like mm. Carmen Electra is not going to show up like she did to like Good Burger and like, you know, 
a children's movie, by the way, just like mm. in a skin tight outfit kind of thing. But I still appreciate them. I mean, yeah, they are super sanitized. I think with social media, you don't want to take the risk. You don't want to be in the blunder. I think honestly, like I don't want to blame Perez Hilton necessarily. I know that might be even a dated reference now, but like once he started messing around in MS Paint and making fun of people and celebrities on blog on his blog, like that was it. Like we had to become, they had to become more conscious, you know. Like right. okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be, you know, looking like a goofball on the internet. So, got to start dressing a little better, at least wearing conservative suits and dresses and whatnot to not get mocked. But there's still good stuff out there. I mean, the Mets a nice reminder. There's a lot of hoopla and fanfare still. I know it's the Met, though, so it's kind of intentional. But yeah. still, it's nice to see. Did you check see. it out? I saw a lot of it. I saw a lot of it. Uh, it, it honestly reminded me a little of... Uh, I guess because, you know, I'm very lowbrow, but like uh, a lot of the fanfare that would go into like a, a, a WrestleMania entrance. Uh, WrestleMania has that similar kind yes, of fanfare. Totally. It, it, I'm glad you I'm glad you're on the same wavelength as me, because, yeah, there's a lot of that same wavelength. You would think something like wrestling that gets compared to like NASCAR and like monster trucks. But there's a lot of pageantry in that. So mm-hmm. it's like I was able to relate it to that, to like a Ric Flair wearing a nice robe and like having these people carrying up. I forgot who it was, but somebody was being carried up. And it was it was really lovely. Someone with like Tonight? golden angel wings. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Billy, like, Billy Porter. Billy Porter, yes. Yeah. yeah, spot on. Yeah, Billy Porter was like, okay, this is this is how like a pro wrestler would come out. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool to see all that. And I, I forgot who it was. Ugh. It was like Frank Ocean who just like came in a guest jacket. I was yes. like, okay, that's cool. Like, okay, I'm glad you could knock, you know, I'm glad he sees the, the absurdity behind where he is right now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one yet. Oh, you know, oh okay, you're still, I don't know. I like to believe it's commentary, like. This right. is this is nonsense, and not that he's above it necessarily, but like it's like yeah, this is this is me going for absurd right now. It's right. I'm wearing, I'm being very conservative, but yeah, I don't know yet. I mean, it's it's very like lols to read through the comments of just people like <laughs> just like everybody thirstily tweeting because they just like want likes. Um, <laughs> right, and, and, right. Like, people are just like chasing the likes, and like how many people said like Frank Ocean not wearing camp like is camp. Oh God! I think I just yeah. I I basically just said that now. Oh no! Well, well no, I've been chasing like, likes. In, you, well, but you have like legit content. You're not just true, like, true. saying blank. The same joke everybody's blank. saying. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, I did post Jason Alexander from like 20 years ago <laughs> in, a, in a shirt of uh, wearing a Seinfeld shirt. I was like, yeah, this. I I don't want to. I don't like to do this, but yeah, I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna hashtag the Met on this. this is too can good. I say you? Can I say you? Can I tell you one more humble brag? Oh shoot! Um, my the cousin that I told you about the Godzilla, his wife, who's my cousin, used to be a producer on Seinfeld. Not oh to brag, not to brag, God. not to brag. I know, I know. Oh my lord! Oh, that's amazing. Holy Godzilla. And, yeah, that is two of my favorite things: Godzilla '98 and Seinfeld. You know, yeah, two of my favorites. Who else looked pretty dope on the Met? I mean, I, I saw uh, Shersha Ronan was like kind of like okay this is like very like power rangers monster ish yes. kind of dress i was like cool this is dope i mean it's very interesting the interpretations of the theme because like everybody just sort of was like camp it means like go over the top and wear something mm-hmm. that you would never wear so there was right. a lot of like interesting shoulder situations and like a lot of ruffles i mean like lady gaga was clearly doing the most on the runway. right uh, on the runway, on the red carpet. <laughs> on the red uh, carpet. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who did I even like? I can't even. I can't even. I. I think there were so many things. You know who I actually liked? I must say, which is really shocking for me to say this, but Kendall and Kylie Jenner. I was very into their looks. 
Oh, what they were they? Okay, they were I didn't like, see that. Sort yet. of like Muppety, like matching. Kendall was in orange and Kylie was in purple, and they were. Oh, sort of nice. Like, their looks like echoed each other a little bit. Were they like the Fry Guys, the McDonald Fry Guys? I don't know if you recall them. Were they just living embodiments of the Fry Guys? They were, no, the, Kylie was like the Hamburglar. Oh, okay. They didn't have a grimace show up with them. Fair enough. <laughs> well, well, um, yeah, they're both just not to interrupt, but they're both the staples of movie premieres themselves. The the oh, Jenner right, family yes. went. Well, first off, one of them was in Batman Forever uh, while um, Chris was pregnant. Uh, Wait, really? Yep. yep. Wait, what do you mean? At the premiere or in the movie? No, 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 no. She was at the premiere uh, in in Chris's stomach. Uh, Yeah, when she was pregnant. So, yeah. I I think who's the older one? Kendall or Kylie? So, Kendall was at Batman Forever, uh, sort of. Yeah, because Chris was pregnant. So, they went to a lot of premieres. uh, Yeah, I've seen these pictures. Yeah, so it was like, Wow. Like this is intentional. This is like a strategy to 100%. get famous. Yeah. Like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. this is some foresight on their behalf. So credit where credit's due. They went to like Milan, Batman Forever. They went to a few of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't matter if she was pregnant or not. They were there. Like I think Kendall was at Mulan, uh like two years old or whatever. I don't know. So yeah, it's they they were strategic. They, wow. they yeah, this is a plan from the get go, and Getty can back me up on this. Wow. Which one's mm. Batman Forever? I'm trying to remember. Is that the one with Nicole Kidman? That is Nicole Kidman. I refer to it as the horniest Batman you will find because yes, she was yes. very horny in that. It was it was a lot to take in. And yeah. there's like a there's like a sexy like uh laundry with Chris O'Donnell scene where he's like doing sexy laundry shirtless and like yes. whipping his shirts is like wow, like this is this is horned up. I, and, and Val Kilmer's naturally very horned up. So. Yeah, he's naturally has a horned up aura, but like this is the first Batman where the suit had nipples. Right. This, this is yes. this was a big controversial point at the time. Honestly, yeah. that's the, I think that's the best Batman in my opinion. It is the best Batman for me as well because definitely the I don't want to say campiest because that's I guess the word of the day. But yeah, it's well, definitely it is. Can. It is the campiest, and it is, and it was like a living embodiment of a comic book come to life. It was the first mm-hmm. movie to do that. So I am a fan. I'm an advocate for Phantom Menace and Batman Forever. Okay, so, like yeah. hard, hard, like selling on the the Phantom Menace. I'm big on the Phantom Menace. I am so big on it. There's a lot of commentary. I know there's some controversial stuff that does not hold up well, but there's a lot of political undertones I appreciate. So interesting. Yep. Yeah. Big fan. Okay. So do you do you, let's let's discuss like some of my favorite premieres. I mean, I I just selfishly want to go through some of my favorite movies. No, and, go and, for and it. Then, of course. And then we like we lurk the the premieres of what yeah we're yeah. So <laughs> so okay. So we talked about showgirls. We're gonna we're gonna do showgirls. Okay. And, and okay. So we're gonna just Google. We're gonna just Getty Google. How do you call that? You, Show, you yeah, search I don't know. In Getty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showgirls premiere. What year was Show, Showgirls? Wow, like that that was like common knowledge for you. Oh, hundred <laughs> like, percent. Yeah. Like I had to think for a moment for like some of my favorite films, but yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so, so yeah. first we're getting Elizabeth Shue. Right, right, right. In a very demure black dress, very boring. Right. Yeah, we got Johnny Legs here, John Leguizamo. It's kind of looking pretty cool. I know he's a little he's scrolled a little down if you could you could find Johnny Legs. Uh, Where are you even seeing him? I just oh, scrolled yes, down. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's he's, he's very nice. He's, he's looking very 2019, actually. Oh, you pants. know what? Maybe yeah. The pants are like they stand out. That's a very sh- odd shade of brown to mm-hmm. have on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is rough because like uh, Elizabeth Berkeley really had to have believed like this is my launching point. Like this uh, is it. 
Poor it's a tragedy. I mean, yeah, I mean, she's a talented young lady. Uh, Claire Danes is a big standout as well in my power rankings. She is, and she normally looks great. Is she's one of the few that like it's not like ironic or anything. Like she just looks great in in most premieres. But I want to know, like, why would Claire Danes be at Showgirls? Yeah, that's the real question. Like, what is she doing there? Like, that is a bit bizarre. Because at uh, the time, she was very like, kind of like the, the her her trajectory was very like. You know Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. She was a serious so actress. From the, yeah, she was, she was a serious actress from the get go. She's never yeah. shifted on that. She's not. She's not in anything comedic necessarily. Like I mean, no, she's always been super serious. And now I guess she maybe she thought was the word out yet that this is this was a I don't say a bust necessarily, but this was kind of seen as a bit of a joke. And maybe the word wasn't out yet. And this is like the calm before the storm where people don't realize, oh no, this movie, this is like the, like before Gigli. I don't know if you recall like the, the backlash Gigli got with, uh, yes. yeah. So Benifer, like, the yeah, better for, yeah. Vehicle? With that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if like, there's like a, Gigli was a little bit hyped and, uh, it didn't have the biggest premiere necessarily cause I would have posted it by now, but yeah, I, I don't know if this is the calm before the storm and maybe Claire thought, okay, this is, this is a movie. This is, where all my peers are going, so I will go to this elegant movie called Showgirls because it seems like it's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's dice. my thought. Yeah, no dice. And like what, oh Shane my West is there? God, hold on. You know who's there? Kato Kalin. Oh, nice. That is a, Oh, so he's, he's just cashing in on his 90s fame. Like he's, oh, my God. Yeah, he's, he's been in a few premieres himself, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've really posted his image too often. Maybe I'll go back, but like, you yeah. You give him the credit? No, it's... <laughs> It's just like it's very it's it's a tough it's a tough thing to ra- to crack the top four you know so it's not it's not a slight on him but yeah it's it, is this Raldo as well Geraldo oh, I keep boy. looking at this guy and I can't tell if it's Geraldo because he looks like Geraldo <laughs> no it's <laughs> producer Mario Casar I'm sorry Mario <laughs> I just confuse you for for the guy who like thought he had the jackpot with uh, Al Capone's vault <laughs> <laughs> um you know who God Kalos is in this, out of this really... world right now. Who is? No, I'm just saying Kato Kalen looks out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not look present. He does not look present. Crazy. He's going to hang out with Juice later. Juice! (laughs) There's also a really interesting combination of Tracy Lord's. Tracy Tracy Lord should be at the Showgirls premiere. Like, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And the guy that she's with, I don't actually know anything else that he's done. His his name is apparently John Enos. But I, the only thing I know him from is an episode of Sex and the City where his dick is too big for Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a claim to fame! That's that's who. Yeah, that's that's who Tracy Lord's uh, date is in this premiere. Jesus, the guy from Sex. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else. Oh, that is great. Yeah, yeah, right. I I don't recall him from anything either. So no, wow. Okay. No, okay. there's there's some you know David Arquette is here. If you go uh, look yeah. a little later, yeah, he's but he's also kind of every at all these premieres, and he's always kind of dressed the same aesthetic. And I love Dave. I think he's great. He's actually uh, he's actually now an independent professional wrestler on the side. So good on him. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually an incident where he got into what's known as a death match, and he got like a life tube hit on his neck, and Luke Perry, uh, the late Luke Perry, had to drive him to the hospital. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is that. intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, also a wrestling historian, apparently. But yeah. Huh. Yeah. There's okay. Elizabeth Berkeley also looks amazing. She's wearing like my a dream dress, essentially. No, yeah, she does look great. Like, there's no. I mean, she's 
always looked amazing. Like, that's never been, like, you know, and I never thought her acting was anything, you know, bad in its own right. Like, she did not do a good movie, you know? That's not on her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, she looks amazing. Like, when has she not looked at me? Her and Batman True. Forever, same deal. Like, amazing. Just Wait, she's in Batman Forever or she's at the no, premiere? No, she's at the premiere. She's at the premiere, you know? Because, again, oh, she was going good. to these premieres. She went yeah. to a lot of premieres, like, because, again, I don't, again, I don't want to make it seem like I'm poking fun, but, like, she had to have thought this is her career trajectory and she's associ- yeah. she's associating with her peers and i mean she looks like a star i mean she is a talent and she's great on saved by the bell and i'm sure other things that i've never seen but like yeah she looks like she should be completely famous mm-hmm. you know it's a, it's a tragedy in its own right i know but, yeah. justice for elizabeth berkeley <laughs> she's getting her, her she's getting her comeuppance now she is well, she yeah. is yeah, and come yeah. Up in a positive way. Right, 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 right. Yeah, she's getting she's gonna get another round of fame coming right up. I I hope. Okay, so the next premiere that I need to do right now, now that I'm like in Getty right now, is <laughs> I need to see the the fifty four premiere. Oh, fifty four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fifty four. Yeah, I did that one. I remember. A you lot did of this Hollywood. one already. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, Seth Green. I think Brecken was there as well. It's a lot of uh, Buffy alumni. I think I'm not. I wasn't big on that show, but like I guess that's understood. Fred Savage. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. No. It's a, it's it's big for couples. Couples are also a fun theme uh, on the on the premieres as well. Just like you know, couples that aren't around anymore, or like mm-hmm. you didn't know they were. Oh, of course, Melissa Joan Hart's here. Jeez Louise. Oh. Oof. Yeah. So that's yeah. She was a big. Oh, Harvey Weinstein's well. here, and yep, I didn't Lo- want to mention John Lovett. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, let's not link the two together here, but they are side by side. They are literally side by side. They are side by side. Oh God, I would complain. John, send the complaint to Getty. Jeez, Louise. Oh, oh Kevin Spacey's there as well. Oh no, this is the oh, perp no. premiere. He said the perp premiere. <laughs> Shit. Oh no. Oh God, John, get out of there. John, this is a bad, bad situation here. Bill I Bellamy's must say, there. This is a really really good premiere though yeah. sherry o'terry from snl yeah and, and elizabeth no that's salma hayek kind of looked similar in that photo but yeah okay and there's also a picture of uh, bread rolls in a basket <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah it's it's part of the premiere you know this this line is mike myers <laughs> and um what's her name oh shit what, what is what is this woman's name oh my god i'm embarrassing myself lauren Hutton, uh, uh, sorry okay um yeah and, i just stopped having any dick Okay. And, a, and a bread roll. Bread and a bread roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So There's the most unsettling photo of Harvey Weinstein chatting with Ryan, who's got like three. He's got like four of his top buttons unbuttoned. And Reese, no. who just seems no. uncomfortable. Uh, I don't like this. I don't no. like this. Uh, not good. No bueno here. That's not what a What else can we live search? Yeah, I don't know. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before we're done, uh, Lauren Holly's talking to Natalie Portman, and there's a hunk, completely shirtless, in just tiny shorts, passing out champagne. It's all the way at the bottom. Wait, where is this? It's all the way at the bottom of page two out of six. Okay. I don't know if you see it. Mike Myers is with uh, too. I'm posting yes. this later. I'm posting this later again. Please. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me of this. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Is this is this enjoyable for the folks listening? I, I would hope so. I apologize if not. I will post them, and you can you know relate back to this later. I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, no, I will post these. But yeah, there's a lot of hoopla here, folks. A lot of hoopla. Wow, this is fab. 
I'm wow. now I'm just looking at pictures of Ryan Philippe. Now we're uh, just broadcasting I, us listen, to looking at photos. That's 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 uh yeah. Do you want to do a, another one? Yeah, let's do one okay. more. Um, one what, more. Oh my god, what are my? Uh, what do you? Okay, you pick one. You pick one. Okay, if I have to pick one, I guess uh, well, let's go with uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, 1991. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey had like a lot of like these cock rock musicians, not just like Journey, uh, but there's like death metal bands who were not necessarily big, but they showed up to the premiere anyways. Um, but the what really got me was Bobby Budnick of Salute Your Shorts was there, and jeez, uh, Mario Lopez and Tiffany Thiessen. Uh, what? Which was still Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So there's a lot of uh, yeah. So this is oh, a fun Edward premiere Furlong of like is here too. Young Holly. Yeah, Eddie Furlong is there, of course. I don't know why he didn't go with uh Bobby Budnick, his Terminator Two alumni. But Bobby, I, Danny Cooksey, I should say his government name. He showed up in his Terminator Two jacket, so he's like still repping Terminator Two, and it's pretty epic, I have to say. He's holy shit. He's looking dope. Amazing. He's looking dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they they look on another level as well. This is just the culmination of so many great people. Alex Winter, Keanu Reeves, you know, the man who played the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. All oh my, my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot How going on. How do you feel about here. this remake? Uh, it's this it's the third installment, if I'm correct. Uh, oh, okay, I, yes, yes. They've been talking about it for 10 years, so I feel great about it. They seem to put a lot of love into it. They're, they're not going to pretend like George Carlin's still with us. Like, they're going to acknowledge his death, I believe. This premiere, uh, not to sidetrack, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not like a, like, I enjoy the Star Wars sequels. I enjoy the prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoy it all. I'm not, I'm not a picky guy. But Chad Lowe is here. Rob, Rob Lowe's brother, Chad. Oh, shit. Is here, yeah. Let's, let's see Chad. He's in a brown blazer. He's got a smile. You see right there. Oh, like if you did yes. a face swap, oh, yeah. this guy that's was Rob. In, this guy has been in something before. He okay, I'm sure he is. He's not a bad looking guy. Then you got Vince Neil. Uh, is there as well. It's just kind of... <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think my only exposure to him is just like... Uh, I saw the sex tape partial, part of it, so... Yeah. Nice. Good dick, Vince. Good dick. Uh, yeah, got a solid bowl. <laughs> oh, dude. Tiffany and Mario. Oh, yeah, right. God. How great was that? Because like... You know they talked about it on the set the next day, so that was kind of dope. But what really ca- captured my attention here was Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli leaving with some bags. Uh, one of them is they're all Butterfinger bags. They're like bags of like Butterfingers promoting like Butterfinger BBs or something like that. Like they help they each have their swag bags at the Bill and Ted premiere of Butterfingers. What was in those bags? I have no earthly idea. But uh, one of them is wearing a Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey hat, which I would love to buy, and I hope it's out there. But yeah, just the branding right there. I love the Butterfingers there. Oh, I see them now. Mm-hmm. And you got Polly Shore looking dope as hell. So. Oh, Paul- oh he, uh, Shore like, is carrying a Butterfinger bag too. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Polly Shore looks like you'd fit right in in the Met tonight, though. I mean, oof. Oh, my God. Polly. Polly Shore needs to come back as well. He does. You know, he blames his career on in the army now when he shaved his head and his hair was no longer like curly. So like he blames that movie a little bit for like kind of derailing huh. everything. Yeah. He's like, I lost my hair. I no longer was the weasel. That was it for me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you disagree? I, you know, I'm like, that makes, to me, like, that makes sense, man. Yeah, no, dude, you're hot, dude. Nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Polly. All right. You know? I mean, yeah. sure. 
I don't know. His family owns like what the Laugh Factory or one of those uh, comedy clubs. Yes, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Where Michael Richards yeah, did the he, unthinkable. Yeah, he's 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 related to Dinosaur, right? Oh, okay. Like so yeah, so, his, like, mom a, or something. okay, right. So he's got a, he's got some bloodline there. Maybe yeah. maybe I don't feel too bad for him. Then he's fine. You know, I mean, he's not like struggling. You know, he's fine. You know, let me get a break, so, Polly. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> so if you had to make your your dream four images from any Ooh. premiere combined together, what would it be? All right. Definitely. Uh, I think I know the answer already. Oh, you think you know the answer. All right. Well, Carmen Electra <laughs> is obviously in the Mount Rushmore. You know, she is big. Uh, not because she's just the babe or whatever, just because, like, she personified the 90s. You know, she no, I love her. I love singled her so out much. and rock and jock. She was always a uh, broadcast journalist, very impartial, too, to the rock and rock, she, to the rock and jock. She never took a side between the violators and the other team that I don't know. Uh, so I would also say, obviously, I mean, I would be doing him a disservice. Jason Alexander, come <laughs> on. He is. I don't know why he became the mascot, so to say, and he is the mascot, but he just he just captivates me in every turn. I don't know if it's the purple fanny pack. I want to know what's inside of his fanny pack. I, I'm dying to know. Band-Aids. I would pay to know what's yeah. <laughs> you know, he's not a he's not. I don't think he's a drug guy. I don't think there'd be like anything like crooked. Like there'd be anything like sketchy in there. You know? No, it's like so, one of those leather wallets that has like many different like pockets. He's got like zippers. coupons. And, yeah, he's he's got like Cheesecake Factory uh, gift cards in there. A hundred percent. So yeah, so Carmen Electra, uh, Jason Alexander. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Val Kilmer because he was an early on fan favorite, and I'm just I'm big on him. But the final spot, one. the final spot has to go to Simbad, who Sinbad. really, yeah, Simbad, who kind of feel like he fell off a little too early after the '90s, and we just we don't know what happened to him, and he came back. He's on TV again, and he's awesome. But like, I feel like Simbad is big because he brought that uncle energy. He's like, oh man, he was a, he dressed like America's uncle. Like he came to Good Burger premiere in jorts, a Reebok shirt a beeper attached to his side and like, you know, he got his, his envelope for the premiere. I mean, he just looked like he was America's uncle. He's my default photo on my, he's my home screen on my phone, you know? So whenever like people at work talk to me, they see me open up my phone and they like, Oh, I can't ask questions. This kid's weird, you know? So, (laughs) so yeah. So Sinbad, Jason Alexander, Carmen Electra and Val. That's my, that's pretty good. That's, that's amazing. That's that's my big four. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I, I where I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that's you know rarefied air. So what's so what's next for for you? What what are you what are your big plans? So you know, right now I have the podcast going. Movie premieres unlimited. Uh, you know, Instagram is growing. Night openings with an S. Uh, the big thing is uh, I'm working an event in Burbank uh, called BugCon for like Twitch streamers and like. Uh, Things and I guess sort of comedians will be there as well, but mostly it's like a Twitch thing. I don't know how I would, I would even describe it. It's a very absurd event, but I'm gonna be in Burbank. Uh, I should probably even look it up now. It's like June eighth and 9th. It's like a Friday and Saturday, uh, Saturday Sunday situation, I should say. Uh, yeah. So yeah, eight, June eighth and 9th, I'm gonna be at a place called BugCon at the Marriott. So. Uh, there's gonna be a night opening experience where we're gonna have a red carpet, uh, a step and repeat. 
And there might be a few cutouts of uh, some night opening fan favorites, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They spent some money on this, so I am eternally grateful for uh, BugCon. Uh, BugCon2019.com. Sorry for the the shameless plug, but I'm I'm so so excited to be there. So, and also, I I also have a panel where I'm going to go over my favorite premieres. And play a game called Love It's or Leave It, where you guess the premiere John Lovitz attended. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. Genius. I wish oh. I would have prepped something like that for this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that's what's next for me. Uh, there's not really anything necessarily big, but I'm looking forward to, to go to work in BugCon and uh, bring in the night opening experience so people can yeah. walk on the red carpet, take photos next to, like, I don't know what posters are going to have, signs or rat race, hopefully. But, yeah, so people oh can finally get their God. own yes. Getty images taken and kind of you know yeah and then yeah, they'll, be, they'll be stamped and then you will have to pay 175 dollars to get them <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh yeah <laughs> that's how it works amazing oh boy yeah cool. well it's been such a pleasure chatting with you and having you on the show i could yeah. keep going on just googling new premieres it's, it's a wormhole it's a deep wormhole yeah it's addicting it's a very sure. satisfying one it so, is though it is it's not yeah so on your way out, I make all my guests do this. So I, when I was um, in grade six or so, I tried to make like my own fetch uh, and I tried to make an expression that I thought was going to like really take the nation um, and it never did. And it basically goes, um, get out of my facial act. So I just want someone else to say it and like, see if it sounds good. Well, what is it again? Repeat it's, it. It's, I'm sorry. it's get out of my facial act. Get out of my facial act? Is that? Yeah, is that how, yeah, that's get out of my facial. Okay, so yeah, like, what, 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 what would I use it? What's the context I would use it? What's the it context like, for it? Get, it's like get out of my face. Like, like you're oh, okay. Get out of my face. Hey, bozo! Get out of my facial act. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly. Okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I would say it if I was like in Bill and Ted Bogus Journey or something yes, like that. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or season one of the 90210. Yeah, that's yeah, season two. That's when it yeah. really picked up. Classic. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, no. It's been an absolute... It's, pleasure's all mine. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Opening. <laughs> <laughs>